Welcome back to the SC podcast. We're the weekly wrap number 82, regular seasons in a game like my co-host here, Hixie, reminded me. How are you, mate? Yeah, good, mate. Glad to be back after a couple of weeks off. Um, I took a bit of annual leave from Sports Confidential. Uh, did a bit, actually. We had a footy trip and a few bus parties. So, yeah, I've been pretty busy. Um, nice to be back on, though. Yeah, uh, it's good to have you back on. Shed needed a rest, I reckon. He was running out of ideas like we all are sometimes. But thanks to Shed for the last couple of weeks. It's plenty happening in the sporting world since you've been away, I guess, and uh, none bigger than the NBA starting. We're going to get through the big takeaways for that. The NFL has been big. The EPL has been even bigger if you're a big Ange fan. Tottenham Hotspurs at the moment are absolutely flying. Uh, you've even got the Matildas played last night against the Philippines, and that was the biggest spanking of all times. Plenty of that happening. The Cricket World Cup is happening as well. And uh, then you've also got every other sport happening. The NHL, uh, Major League Baseball. I don't even know if I've even talked about the NFL yet. I might have said it at the start. So it's a bit going on, isn't it? Yeah, there's plenty happening at the moment. So I can't wait to deep dive into it. And we might as well start with uh, how was the Bucks party for our man Cody? Yeah, it was good. Um, we went to the Yarra Valley races. We're going to go to Alexandra races. but um, There's a reason I bring it up too. But they pulled the we'll pin. get to that. Yeah, it was a good day out. Uh, almost got the quaddy, lost in the last leg, of course, like most other people do. Um, but, yeah, all in all, good day, and uh, I think the big fella had fun. I can't believe he's got to the last leg of the quaddy. Joel was messaged me. I was oh, like, that's ridiculous. Yeah, it would have been unreal, but that will be covered on the lottery, I'm sure, by JC himself. So tune in to that podcast when it comes out Wednesday. But uh, the NBA starting, obviously, we had our fantasy last week. We had to nearly pull the episode shorter so we could get there in time for it. Are you happy with your team and how they're going so far? We won't get into it too much for everyone out there, but just are you happy with your team? A little bit. I don't really know a lot about NBA and all the players. So um, when it got down to the last couple of rounds, I was just picking at random. I picked a guy because I liked his name and I just picked another guy. I don't know why I liked his name, I guess, but um, I was pretty lucky because I had um, I had the fourth pick. And I think there was four players at the start that were always going to go in the top four, Jokic, uh, Luka, Giannis, and Embiid. And yeah. I, I was just going to get whoever was left from that. And yeah, then, exactly. Uh, lucky enough to get Luka, and um, yeah, he's been playing pretty well at the moment. Well, it's going to be interesting to see if he features in Hicksy's Heroes later. We had, I said to you earlier, you're like, did we get any messages coming in this way? I was like, but there's actually heaps. There's actually a few to go through. So I've even had to break them down into a couple for you to review, which we'll do that. We'll do it after the ad break. Uh, with no ad at all, it's just the music that we play for Sports <laughs> Confidential. But what's probably been your biggest takeaway so far from the NBA? I know that you don't watch it a hell of a lot, like you said. Is there any player, any team, anything that sort of stood out for you so far? Or? Obviously, first game I checked the scores and um, Jokic was straight into triple-double. Um, so that's one of however many he's going to have this year. And then obviously today, Embiid went uh, pretty large uh, for our fantasy because, uh, you know, Corey was posting in the group that he had 66 points at halftime or something. This is for fantasy. Yeah, I just think the big fellas are going pretty big early, which is good to see. It is good to see. We'll see if they run out of steam. But, yeah, it's been interesting to see how the teams have gone throughout the year today. I think the most uh, typical one today was Sacramento winning in overtime against the Lakers. And Sacramento are sneaky good. They're a fast side. They're 2-1 and one to start the year. And I thought they might drop off after a big year last year. But they looked really good today, and it was great for my man, AD, who I picked up at number eight. He absolutely stuffed the stat sheet today. So it was good to see after Stephen A. Smith gave him the biggest roasting of all time. I'm not sure if you've seen that video of Stephen no, A., what I, he was saying. Was it a bigger roast than when you took him at eight in the draft, where yes. everyone was ripping into you for it? Yeah, I got absolutely ripped with the Lakers and a lot of other teams. So uh, for the teams throughout uh, the East and Western Conference, I've sort of wrote two words for them. 
and obviously I've got their form there as well. So in a minute, we'll sort of break them down. But I think the form one for the Lakers, which I've got here, is their health. So for me, picking up AD at eight, everyone's like, oh, he's probably only going to play 30 games. And he started really well. Obviously, the Stephen A. Smith comment was really funny, though, because Stephen A. Smith was like, you are trash. You are trash. How can you go zero points in the second half? And obviously his last two games have just been massive. So I think the thing for the Lakers is they just need to get themselves healthy. you got a buddy 57-year-old LeBron out there playing and trying to carry you across the lines. Uh, that was my word for them, and there's plenty else out there. So why don't you throw me a couple of names, um, and I'll give you their record and what I think of them so far in one or two words. Um, I'll start with my team, the Pelicans. What do you reckon about the Pelicans? I really like the Pelicans. They're 2-0, and and the one word I have for them was yep. Yep. It literally was just like, yep. And the thing about that is, the reason I say that is uh, Zion's out there. He's healthy at the moment. I think he's can be seriously dangerous. Brandon Ingram has been red hot to start. He stuffs the stat sheet as well. But it's not just about the stats. They look like they've got a bit of combination about them. Oh, and, not the combination. Not the combination. <laughs> but, yeah, they just they gel together really well, and I think that they're going to have a sneaky good year to start. So oh, like we might it. do one or two more. Uh, Pistons, your boys. Uh, defense, Detroit. Pistons defense, they've started really, really well. I thought, obviously, it's only three games in, but podcast is all about making big predictions and then never backing it up later on after you've said it. I think that they've been incredible to start. Their starting five looks really good. They're exciting in their defense. They're the number one rated defense so far after three games, which is pretty good considering last year they literally were the worst team in the NBA. So good start to the year. Well, there you go. And I'm just going to throw another one out there. Um, I'll just randomly look. What about Charlotte Hornets? Charlotte Hornets. I've gone with the word ISO. So LaMelo Ball is another player who gets a lot of it and also uh, puts up a lot of statistics as well. So he had 29-9 in, I think it was against the Pistons actually, in that game. But he was just, he shot selection. He'd just go, yeah, I'm just going to pull up and shoot. There was no like team chemistry about it. And I'm like, this bloke is just trying to literally get himself the uh, MVP title for the year. And the rest of the team is pretty average. Throw them out. Uh, They'll be in the lottery next year. Well, there you go. And I just got one off the top of my head. What's been the biggest surprise for you in these first couple of games? Oh, that is off the dome. Um, Probably for me, some surprises are that the big trades that have gone down. So Marcus Smart, how they're well they've adapted. Drew Holiday has gone to the Celtics. He's been playing really well. We haven't got to see Beal play yet at the Suns. Another interesting one was Dame Lillard. He dropped 39 in his first game, then he stunk it up today. The trades are massive. I'm, I'm sure I've forgotten a heap of them out there, but the trades are already coming into effect for a lot of teams out there. There you go. Very interesting. Yeah, the NBA has been great to watch. Make sure you probably pick yourself a team. If you're, if you're not in fantasy, which probably gets everyone else involved in to check the stats, probably get yourself a team to watch so you don't want to go for one of the bigger teams. But, yeah, that'll get yourself involved. And if you don't really watch it for people on the weekly route, they've, they've said to me, I don't really watch basketball. Uh, so you don't have to skip the section, I guess. It's probably, yeah, pick a team and watch a couple of highlights or follow someone uh, like Sports Confidential on the, <laughs> the socials and you, you'll get to know a lot about it. But uh, before we go to a break, is there anything you want to add for the NBA? Uh, no, not really. But um, just I think we've had our first games in our fantasy and I didn't get the least points. So I think my team is not so shit. You did also play uh, the producer himself, Rubber. I did. In, and in his debut me. game. In his debut game. Got me by five points. So yeah, pretty, pretty shattered about that. But Yeah, I think that's why JC's not here tonight. Uh, he didn't want to face <laughs> the music of me, but beautiful. We'll go to a break and then we'll be back.
All right, we'll get into the Hicksies heroes. What were, how do we want to do it? You were saying to me before, obviously, we had a heap of people come in with their Hicksies heroes. Uh, how do we want to do it? Yeah, I thought we'd change it up um, because we've had uh, the faithful send in a few heroes for their, their week that they've seen. Um, so I'm going to choose two uh, that I've chosen, and then you're going to read out the faithful's heroes for the week, and then I'll choose the best one out of that to uh, round out the three. Perfect. All right, I'll start with my first one. Um, I should go on for Peter Cech. Obviously, yeah, one of the best goalkeepers in uh, Premier League history, playing for Chelsea and Arsenal. Now he plays ice hockey as a goalkeeper. Yeah, right. Yeah, over in over in England. So it's a bit bit weird how it all works, but um, yeah, he plays for Oxford City Stars. And uh, the game, the most recent game they had, he saved sixty two out of sixty four shots. So obviously, goalkeeping um, in the same position in bit smaller goals, but yeah, he's still dominating over there. That's massive from you. Big. Uh, my second one. I was surprised with this one, uh, John Newcomb. Oh, yeah, from Hawthorne. From Hawthorne. Obviously, um, mid-season draft pick, runner-up, uh, best and fairest at Hawthorne, 22 and 23. Um, but he's still on the rookie list at the Hawks. So he, yeah, look, right. Look for him to get elevated at the end of the year, but I was surprised that he's still rookie listed there. Um, and then I looked him up on Wikipedia. <laughs> His nicknames are Nuke, Duke the Nuke, King Kong of Wong, the Wong Punisher, and the Prince of Wong. Right. <laughs> How is that? Someone is going on there and just had a massive Added a few on there. Yeah. But yeah, look for him to get off the rookie list because, yeah, he's dominating at the Hawks. What do you got for me, mate? That's massive from you. So I've kept a bit of a theme there and it's good because um, I've kept mine around the NBA. So there was probably a lot that come through, but I've narrowed it down to three that are NBA-based just for this week. So it won't be the same next week. All right. So from James uh, Villavu 19 he's got Ben Simmons. Didn't give a reason why. He's just put Ben Simmons down. So, obviously, he's had a great start to the year. Michael Pritchard has had Luka Doncic, and I, I think that would be referring to the big game that he had the other day. And another one from – it literally says Wemby fan. That's Shed. Victor Wembyama. <laughs> and I, I'm surprised it wasn't Shed, but they've got Victor Wembyama, obviously. Exciting number one draft pick who's had a fantastic start to his career. Yeah, well, they're all probably deserving of it, but I'm going to have to go Luka, I reckon. Um, after his game-winning shot the other day, that was – um yeah. Pretty unreal, and uh, yeah, he's in my fantasy, and he's uh, yeah, probably my best player. <laughs> That's massive bias. I love it. No, it's very good. Uh, thanks for sending that in, Michael. Thanks for everyone else that has been sending them in as well. That has been enormous, and we love it for the show. It helps us run the show. It's time for a bit of ICC Cricket World Cup now, and Hixie, you've been all over it. We we're just breaking it down before, obviously, the ten teams that are in it. So let's get let's go through a bit of a rundown on it. Yeah, well, we'll go into the Australian game last week because they absolutely smoked the Netherlands by 309 runs. They went bananas. Obviously, Warner and Warner making 100, and then Smith was looking really nice, uh, went out in 70. But Maxwell comes in and just uh, hits the fastest World Cup 100 um, off 40 balls. It was bananas. He was reverse sweeping everything, and all these reverse shots were going for six. He had a 103-run partnership with Cummins, and Cummins contributed eight runs to that. That's incredible. <laughs> so Maxwell was just taking the PI double fire. They smoked him. They bowled him out for um, 90, I think it was. Um, and then, you know, on Saturday they played New Zealand and same thing. They were off to a flyer, zero for 150 off 14 or 15 overs. Uh, Warner went out and they were one for 175. Ended up making, uh, what was it, 388, I think. Yeah. And then New Zealand nearly chased it down and were nine for 383. It was an unreal game. What's that? Over 700 runs between them. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good rate going to. Oh, they needed 40 off uh, the last 
three overs, I think it was, New Zealand, and then, yeah, 18 off the last. A lot of wickets too. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so it's, I think what we were talking about, I think it's top four, I think, make it through. And yeah. show your fourth at the moment. So I like the I like the optimism around you. Obviously, we have Thorny on here. If he doesn't listen this week, it's up to three six packs. So it's just starting to build and build towards the end of the season. So there's his shout out for the episode. If you didn't hear it, but he was very pessimistic around Australia. Obviously, it's in India, isn't it? Yeah. If I'm yep. correct, about how they were going to go. I think Sheb was a little bit the same. But we're around the fourth spot. Obviously, England have struggled. Do you think Australia is any chance to actually win it? I think it's going to be pretty hard over in India because, well, India haven't lost a game. Yeah. They're 6-0. But, yeah, I think Australia started pretty poorly, but now they're starting to click into gear. But it'll be interesting to see what happens with um, Head and Marsh as well because both of them are open and uh, they're both pretty in pretty good form. So what do you do? Down the order, do you move yep. Smith down or let Shane out? Or? Yark Sports Confidential's very best vice president, Ben Hicks. Who, what would you go with? Uh, I like Travis Head, so I'd keep him in um, and Marsh as well. I'd probably open with Head and put Marsh down the order. And, uh, yeah, if we need quick runs, put Marsh up because, yeah, he can tonk him as best than anyone. Unbelievable. That's why we love it. We're going to go to another break now and then we're going to go through a little bit of the uh, NFL. We've got other votes as well and uh, a few more things to touch on. A little bit of EPL news now to uh, cleanse the palate, and we'll talk about the Tottenham Hotspurs because they are top of the table at the moment. They're two points clear of Arsenal. Haven't lost a game yet, Hixie. They are ten matches have been played, eight wins, two draws. And Ange the other day in an interview was saying that he wasn't that happy with the way that they were playing at the moment. Jeez, that's good for them if he's not playing well and he hasn't lost. Yeah, well, he's he's um, he's been so popular there. I don't know if you've seen much of the stuff. Over the socials, all the songs and stuff, all the songs they're singing, Robbie Williams and whatnot. But it's great, obviously, for the Premier League to see Tottenham up and about, depending on who you go for. But then it's also great for Australians as well to sort of have that bit of a recognition that we've got good good coaches around the world. But yeah, Arsenal second, Man City. Well, they destroyed Manchester United this morning in the derby, winning that one. 3-0, 3-0, and there was a couple of great saves in that. Well, to be honest with you, the boys from From the Spot, they're going to cover it a lot better. We just want to give you a little bit of an update on what's happening around there. But your West Ham, because I know that, that won't be touched on as uh, it will be on the podcast, but uh, they lost to Everton this morning, so 1-0. Yeah, not good from the boys. Um, I'll probably have to give them a rev up, and uh, hopefully next game, whoever they play, they get a win, because they start off pretty well. They're up there, um, yeah. but they're just slowly they're in ninth, sliding down. They're, so... they're above Chelsea, so that's... That's a exactly, thing. <laughs> exactly right. But all you really need to know that basically for the EPL to going forward is that Liverpool is going to win the title. I think that's the only way that we can see it happening from, so from where, here. Where are they sitting now? Uh, they are sitting. They are sitting in fourth at the moment. Seven wins, two draws, and one loss at the moment. So they're in fourth. Uh, they're just floating around there. They're going okay, but they're getting the wins that they should, and that's enough for me at the moment. And Mo Salah's not really setting the world on fire. So when he does, look out. Yeah, yeah. He scored this morning. And it's been a while, but uh, we'll be all right, Liverpool, I reckon. Very nice. But I've been watching a little bit of college football lately, um, and I've been loving it basically just from a person that's never really sort of watched it, but understanding the tailgating and all that happens with there. But you've got the inside source, mate. You're basically all over the college football. I'm trying to be. Um, yeah, it's, it's unreal how big it is over there. Like, you just don't understand until you watch it. And Yeah, obviously, my partner's cousin, Dylan, as we touched on on the podcast, he's a punter over there. And I was just telling you, like, when he sends snaps and stuff, of them rocking up to the games, there's security, there's police, there's everyone, and like it's it's packed. It's like AFL Grand Final every game, basically. Like people going nuts for it. 
But um, yeah, the Hurricanes are six and two at the moment. Um, and Dill's averaging uh, 42.4 yards for a punt. That's good. Um, and they play this Sunday at 11 a.m. against uh, North Carolina State Wolfpack team. Wolfpack so, team. Yeah, if you're around on Sunday and you haven't got anything to watch, I think you just jump on YouTube and look it up and, yeah, 11 a.m. and uh, Not even be on KO, who knows? Who knows? It could be on, yeah, 7 mate or something. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's dominant from you, mate. We do love it. Imagine if uh, you were going to your row and you were just getting a police escort to go play footy on a Saturday. Like that was a, That's <laughs> yeah. like the vibe of what Pretty it is. Pretty much is, isn't it? Yeah. It's incredible. I, I love it. But the NFL itself, well, that's starting to heat up as well. Usually we'd have Cody in to talk about it, but he's been a busy man and obviously had his bucks on the weekend. But the Chiefs losing today to the Broncos, who have been the laughing stock of the NFL to start not only this year but last year as well was quite interesting. Didn't even score a touchdown today, the Chiefs. So Taylor Swift might not have been on the uh, television as often as she has been. Oh, I hate that. Like, yeah. I, I don't watch enough of it, but every time, like, it's just always her, onto her, onto her. Like, oh, yeah, man. it's it's a bit much. It's gone. Yeah, gone it's a bit much. We'll get to the cream of the crop now. And if you're on the Patreon, you would have loved this one because I had the Bengals being your boys, the 49ers today, and no, they did no it. Bang, bang. No bang, bang today, Uh, but uh, the Bengals were just enormous. Joe Burrow threw 19 consecutive throws at one point during the early, and then Brock Purdy had three interceptions. So for him, he's had five interceptions in the last two weeks. I've seen this today. And for the rest of his career before that, he'd only had one interception from his throw. So, uh, yeah, it just goes to show that they're falling off a bit, and the 49ers have had three losses in a row today when they were literally the championship favourites not too long ago. Yeah, well, their um, yeah, wheels have fallen off a little bit, but I think they'll get back on pretty uh, pretty quickly. But just a stat on Brock Purdy that you brought up, his 2023 salary was 870k a year, and if Joe Burrows played 24 minutes of game time, that's how much he earned. <laughs> how ridiculous is that? Oh, that's incredible. That goes back to the John Newcomb thing that you oh. were talking about earlier as well. So, yeah, he's a bit un- underpaid. Well, obviously, he's number one quarterback there because don't have anyone else. But, yeah, a bit underpaid compared to the other ones. Well, it's funny that people comment on that and they go, oh, I'd love to be on $870,000, but it's like he he's still getting the scrutiny and yeah. he's on basically the best NFL team in the country and he's on basically 150th, if not more, of the best players in the league. Yeah, and he's got a tough job for sure. Yeah, exactly right. Tougher than mine. We will sort of break down that there's been a few other big games uh, throughout the week as well, and none bigger than the Panthers-Texans. If you watch that game, oh, my God, uh, you've done well for yourself. That was an absolute stinker. And uh, the New York the New York Derby or Derby, depending on what side of the Nullarbor you're on listening to this, that was an absolute stinker as well. So I'm just going to be straight honest with you, Porridge Games. But uh, make sure you tune in tomorrow for the Lions-Raiders. That should be an interesting game. I am going to tip the Lions to win that one. Uh, Jared Goff and St. Brown with the combination. They're going to be unbelievable to watch themselves. You're going to go the Lions or the Raiders? Uh, Raiders. Raiders. Uh, he sounds very confident in that one. I like it. What about uh, Bill? Is he still coaching? or Bill Belichick, still coaching uh, at this stage. They had another loss today to the Dolphins, who are a great team, 31-17. to So Have they the- won? Yeah, they've won. They won last week um, in convincing fashion. I'm pretty sure they beat your boys last week. I think they did too, yeah. So we're at week eight. I'm pretty sure I said it'd be a, Bill Belichick would be gone by week 12. If not, there'd be free stubby holders going around to everyone. Uh, so that'll be interesting. I'm going to have to get a few more printed off. Yeah, it's looking I'm, – I'm hoping they have a couple of losses. You don't, you don't like to say that as yeah. someone who loves their sports. He's, I may, he's I been made there a, a long call. time though, hasn't he? He's been there. Oh, yeah, he's been there way well, well before Brady. So. Yeah, might be time for change. Well, it's – Kevin Sheedy like, Alistair Clarkson like at the Hawthorne. Yeah. I thought about it. Sal- Sir Alex Ferguson, who was at Man United, yep. he was there for a very long stint. 
comes a time when you got to change it, but does change always mean good? Who knows? Yeah, Craig Bellamy. Craig Bellamy. You're all over it today. You there are you flying <laughs> at the moment. I love it. Is there any other sports that we would like to touch on, as we usually do, before we get into the votes and the questions on the Instagram? Oh, well, I think we've pretty much covered it. There is a lot going on, though. Oh, there is. It's, and- it's hard to cover everything, but if you think, yeah, yeah, we don't cover a sport enough. Obviously, get on the socials and send us a message. And, um, yeah, we love the questions that come in as well. Without further ado. Was that I a good might, segue? It was a fantastic <laughs> segue. Uh, I basically put up a, a poll uh, or a question, I should say, a poll. I don't know why I said that. Uh, most underrated sport in the world and why? And this one had even more than Hicks's Heroes, my apologies to say, but uh, this one was big. So I had NHL playoffs is sport at its best. People need to watch that more. The physicality that goes around is unbelievable. That's from SJB Tiling. So I How like that. that yeah. And ice, I've never done ice skating, but I've seen videos and, like, people can't stand up and everything to do skate on ice and play at the same time while getting hip and shouldered and punched in the head. I think that's pretty, pretty it's amazing imp- effort. Yeah, it's, it's very impressive as well. The next one is Lauren and Scott with baseball. Now, they've obviously had the World Series, I believe, on at the moment. The Diamondbacks are playing. We'll go with that. <laughs> that's my point, that I don't watch it enough at all. I know a lot of people really get into it, so it's interesting to see your take on it. I don't really, like I said, watch it much, but I think it's something that, it's a bit traditionalist like cricket if you watch it more and you understand it and probably the beauty of the game for it, it's probably a, a means for that. Yeah, I think I'm probably the same. I don't obviously watch it a hell of a lot. Um, every now and again on KO, I might chuck it on while I'm doing something just in the background. But, yeah, like you said, I think you have to know the ins and the outs and the rules of it first. Like I only know that a strike's a strike and a home run's a home run. But other than that, I um, yeah, don't have much to say on it. Todd Marlin has NFL. They are the greatest athletes, and a lot of them could transition into other sports. And that's probably a fair, good call yeah. as well. Tyreek Hill, uh, who's the wide receiver at Miami Dolphins, in his high school in his high school year when he did the two hundred meter sprint, he was up there with the likes of Usain Bolt and that on his world record breaking run in high school. Yeah, and so he's obviously running around with pads and whatnot. So. That comparison is absolutely fair enough, and I agree on that one. A lot of them would probably make good basketballers as well. They're tall. NFL is probably something that I've gotten into more over the last couple of years and have probably appreciated. Uh, what about yourself? How do you say it? Yeah, obviously I've been keeping up to um, date with it a little bit more now that I follow the uh, 49ers, but um, also college football like we touched on before. But I also watched that quarterback as well. Um, that got me into it. Yeah, uh, that is a good series. Yeah, it's pretty amazing what the quarterbacks do knowing every little play and everything that's going on and i've certainly yeah especially with sports confidential as well certainly got into it a lot more and i'd like to get into it uh much more but yeah i think it's yeah it's pretty amazing sport there's only so many hours in the day exactly right i love it so best sporting event to watch live before i uh get everyone's up here what is your opinion on the best sporting event to watch live oh, obviously a big day at the races is really good. yeah yeah <laughs> um so it is racing get few, season get a few winners um we're actually talking about because uh, we went to the races on the weekend. We went down the Cox Plate a few times. Um, watching Winks was yeah, pretty amazing there. Uh, but, yeah, I can't go past footy. Yeah, I love it live. I've had four people message in saying horse racing, so Smart. I like that one as well. The Sheds chimed in with basketball, and I think that's because he's trying to rob everyone of their fantasy picks and get on their good side at the moment. I had a few AFL ones on there as well. Sorry, I can't get to everyone's. But, yeah, there was a few AFL Green Final Day ones on there. Super Bowl was another one. I think, well, all the big sporting events would be good. Like yeah, said, sporting yeah. events, yeah. And a lot of people have got uh, English Premier League as well. Yeah, that'd there, go so. off. Oh, I haven't been. You've been. How is it? 
Yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> it's um, it's a different experience though because you can't drink in your seat. Yeah. Um, but everyone's high on emotion anyway. So there's yeah. Thorny said it to me though. He goes, "No wonder people in England are always angry all the time because they go and watch soccer and you you might only get to cheer once or twice a game, yeah. and that's if your team scores." He goes, whereas AFL, you get more goals kicked. So no wonder everyone's skitting over there, which is, I thought it was quite an interesting take. I like it for someone who is a Premier League fan myself. To wrap up the episode, we're going to get through now to the votes. Who are the votes this week and who are they going to? I'm very interested because I actually don't know. Yeah, you, you actually don't know. I've um, brought a couple of votes along today and we'll start with the MVP. Uh, one vote, I'll go on Harry Kane. Nice. Uh, had a hat trick. Uh, was it last night, yesterday? Yep. Yep. And did you see his goal from halfway? No, I didn't. Oh, mate. You have to go back and look. So got- I say, I seen the result for it. There was no goals at half time in that game. Yeah. And there was like three or four red cards. And then after half time, between the fiftieth minute and the eighty fifth minute, is when all eight goals were kicked. Yeah, it was un- unreal. And yeah, his goal from halfway. Like, I'll have to clip it on the socials. Have a look. So he's got the one vote. Uh two votes have gone Max Verstappen. He won yep. the Mexican Grand Prix, which was his sixteenth uh, win for the season and his fiftieth win of his career. And we touched on them before, the Matildas to get the three votes in the MVP, one eight nil against the Philippines. Yep. Um, Sam Kerr and Catelyn Ford, both Hatties. And uh, now on to our favourite, the Fraud Awards. Yes, here we go. I've gone one vote, Mattress Mac. Yes, I've you seen know? this, Blake. Yeah. I've seen him. So obviously he um, owns a big furniture store or whatever it is, and he lost $12.4 million on the Astros. Um, he had a, them to win the World Series, and they lost to the Texas Rangers. Uh, a couple of days ago or yesterday. And last last year he won $75 million on them. So he's not short of a quid, but it makes my uh, $100 loss from the weekend a little bit better. Yeah, I feel a little bit better after I had Austin Reeves today as my oh. only leg that didn't get up, and he shot one from 13 from the field. That's gross. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I didn't lose t- whatever it was, $12.4 million. But, Isn't it ridiculous? Um, gamble responsibly, yes. Exactly right. And... Two votes in the Fraud Award, San Antonio Spurs for their 40-point loss today to the Clippers. Yeah, they got absolutely spanked. Uh, I think the the Wemby thing would be like, okay, we've still got a few years before we become good, and that was in my notes as well. But you've absolutely nailed it, mate. Uh, absolutely love your work. and got uh, three votes as well to go through just, and, just to finish off. And I can't wait for this last <laughs> vote. Well said. Three votes. It has to be the England cricket team. They are one and five in the World Cup, and they got bowled out for 129, chasing 229, and the Australians have them this Saturday night, and I hope they spank them. It's great to see. Couldn't couldn't think of anything better. Big shout-out to our English uh, people that listen in as well. Yeah, bad luck. (laughs) I love it. Thank you for joining me on this week's episode, mate. You've been enormous again. I uh, can't wait to sort of deep dive into it next week. We might have a couple of sponsors on board soon too, just working yeah, that one on the Yeah, a bit on the horizon. And if you want to be a sponsor out there, feel free to please join in. Make sure you follow uh, on all socials and obviously on Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, give a five-star review if it's worth five stars. Uh, okay. I'm pretty sure Hicksies gave us a five-star, so I'm pretty happy with that one. <laughs> Um, and, yeah, I think you've got to hit the notification bell as well. It's something I didn't know. Hit the notification bell. It will pop up when every episode comes out. And, uh, yeah, tune into the other podcast. But, yeah, thanks for joining me, Ixie. No worries, mate. Thanks for having me. Do it all again next week.